sit back, relax, and get ready because this is Things Mom Never Said, Secrets to Aging Well. Okay, so we are back with another episode of Things Mom Never Said. How are you doing, Mom? I'm doing great. Thank you very much. Good, good. Well, uh, our last episode was on um, strength training. We talked to Tiffany about Mm -hmm. strength training. Did you have any thoughts or anything to add to that before we get going on a new episode? Um, No. Um, I think we covered a lot of good things. And uh, it helped me to realize that uh, there's so much I need to do and and not just slack off, you know, start... um, bending down more, reaching for things, just uh, some kind of a a resistance to start building those muscles up. Yeah. Yeah. Really important. I actually did three sun salutations this morning after my stretch. Okay. How do you do the sun salutations? Um, It's a yoga series of uh, several different poses, all kind of into one uh, fluid movement. So I'll show you the next time you're here, but okay, um, sounds but good. It's, it really was great to just kind of be like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna incorporate something, and what can I do today? I can do three. Good, good, honey, that's great. Good start. Yeah, very good start. Well, cool. So uh, we have a special guest on today's episode. Yes, yes, I'm looking forward to this. It ought to be fun. Very special guest. All yes. right. <laughs> Let's uh, let's get her on here. All righty. So joining us today, very special guest, my MIL mother-in-law, Pam. Hello, Pam. Hello, hello, April. And hello, Sherry. <laughs> Good morning, girl. Good morning. <laughs> so it's doubles up on the moms today, listener. Um, and <laughs> We like this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's really fun. So, um, so Pam wrote in when we sent out our little questionnaire about uh, what you wish your mom would have told you. And she wrote back to us. And I thought this was perfect for our conversation about today's aches and pains. So she said, I wish my mom would have told me what aging is really like. No one can prepare you for the aches and pains, the changes in your body and skin, the weight gain, and in general, the slowing down. Mm-hmm. I'm fighting like hell, but sometimes <laughs> <laughs> some things you just have to do your best to accept the results. So far, I'm winning in more ways than losing. So at 77, sorry, Pam, I'm just telling yeah. everybody your age. Um, <laughs> I'm proud of it. Good. Right? That's you're, right. You're fighting like hell. You're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> So I'd love to hear a little bit about what your, um, what your experience has been with aches and pains as you age. Okay. When I was young, I, I really, I had no aches and pains. I had, I've always had tender skin. So I've been a tennis player all my life. And so I've always had lots of blisters. I would come home from tennis tournaments and have my feet covered in blisters and Mm -hmm. they would, they would heal up and I would, you know, just keep going on. So it's uh, a, it's never stopped me. And um, I, re- I inherited from my, my dad my good, good low blood pressure, but I also inherited his uh, arthritis. Uh-huh. And, and so I have had, that's been my biggest bugaboo my whole life. The arthritis has caused me to have foot reconstruction, both feet reconstructed, uh, my knees, both knees replaced. I'm waiting now the end of this month to have a shoulder replacement. And it's mm-hmm. all... I mean, I, I know the tennis and all the activity I do has has been wear and tear on my body. But if I didn't have the arthritis, I don't think I would have I would have had as many artificial parts as I do now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're I, basically bionic at this point. I am pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty much just uh, put me in an airport and hear all the bells go off. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> my mother, my mother didn't have this, so see, she could not prepare me for this because she didn't she didn't have arthritis nor was she athletic 
She didn't have the same aches and pecs. I, I, I remember as she got older that her back hurt her when she was cooking. She, she was all about family. And so she would have family dinners and her back would start bothering her and she'd have to go sit down. And, you know, she had shin splints maybe mm -hmm. sometimes in her life, but she never had the same kind of things that I have. But I mean, it hasn't slowed me down. It hasn't stopped mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. It's not going to. That's good. Good attitude. <laughs> Yeah, it definitely hasn't slowed you down. How um, how often do you play tennis now? I play tennis usually three times a week. Um, and um, right now, because of my shoulder, I've had, I, I, I cannot serve overhead. So I have an underhanded serve. Mm -hmm. And I have, I have developed a two-handed forehand because I don't have any strength in my right arm with my shoulder. And I also have arthritis in my, in my wrist. Mm -hmm. And so that I can't. But I'm playing, and I'm playing as well as I ever have, I think. That's good. That is good. Very so good. you just got to keep going. And, um, you know, I don't think my mother could have prepared me because she didn't have these same things. Now, my dad, he could have. But <laughs> you know how dads are. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just put a little ointment on it. Right. Okay. He, he, nev he never had, you know, he never had any knee replacements. He had knee trouble. He had feet trouble, mm -hmm. but he never had the surgeries or anything. But, you mm -hmm. know, if I can get a new part to, re to replace the one that hurts, I will. Yeah, you're going for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and the well, great thing is you continue to play and be active through your pain and, um, I'm sure that makes a difference somewhere else along the line. Like you're healthier for it, even though you're suffering a little bit, uh, some of the the fallout from it. I was saying, Sherry, you're correct. You, you just have to keep going on. You can't, uh -huh. Uh -huh. you know, once you sit down in that rocking chair, you're oh. not, you're not going to get back out of it. No, that is so, true. And, and in my favor, I, I have always liked sports and I've always been active. I've always Loved athletes, athletics. Loved athletes too. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I've always liked, it. liked to be busy, and I've liked to do things. And uh -huh. um, you know, I, I ran for a long time, and that I'm sure wasn't really good on my joints either. But I mean, I loved it. I I, I just like activity. I don't I don't mm -hmm. like sitting around. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. You can't sit around, and then once you start with a pain, you just you sit around more and you can't do that. That's right. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So mom, in your, um, in your aging, have you felt any aches or pains? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just smooth into it. And, uh, no. Oh, you know, all the time. If certain things you do, um, uh, actually even just sitting and watching a show, um, sometimes my hands will start to ache and um, I, you know, I think in my mind, oh gosh, you know, all those years I probably um, didn't do them any favors. Um, mm -hmm. And I, the funny thing was, and this is not anything athletic, but <laughs> I used, I used to make bread a lot. And uh -huh. when you make bread, you have to knead the dough right. and I would knead it and knead it. And I remember thinking one time, this will probably catch up with me. <laughs> and uh, it, it did, or maybe it didn't really. I just think it was that. <laughs> mm -hmm. But um, yeah, there's always some little something going on. And, and I, I agree with you, Pam, like a hundred percent that if we quit, if we sat down and get comfortable, um, first of all, we want to start eating and munching on something. <laughs> and, right. yes. and then you find, you know, just getting up out of the chair is more difficult and you've got aches and pains with that. And, um, and I think it's something you have to make a decision about early on in your life, um, whether it's your 40s or 50s, you start thinking about, oh, things aren't the same. I can't do that the way I used to be able to do it. And um, I better keep moving. I better get on some kind of routine. Uh, some fitness uh, situation, or I don't imagine you look at your athletic uh, sports that you um, partake in as um, fitness. I think you probably look at it as, hey, I love this and I want to keep doing it. And you get the benefits from it because you are so athletic. 
I mean, you're always on the move, and that's wonderful. Well, the, and the thing about athletics is you, you need to do other things. Now, back when I was a kid, we we didn't. We didn't cross-train. But now right. you, every athlete is is going to the gym or they're running mm-hmm. or they're doing something. And that that is so good to diversify and have different things so your body doesn't wear out in one one place it wears out everywhere (laughs) (laughs) therefore the bionic parts (laughs) we're gonna have to play a game next time we go anywhere and we'll see like we'll send you through the metal detector and then we'll send we'll send lucian through the metal detector and see who goes off faster yeah, we'll have a race. That would that would be that would be really fun. Yeah, we'll come up with a really good prize, and we'll make sure you win it. I don't know that that's the prize that we want to win, but oh. <laughs> but hey, you know, you, you just got to keep going. You got to keep going. Yeah, that's it. That's it. yeah. your days you're, are numbered, and you go for it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You have to keep moving um, because that's one of the major factors that keeps us living healthy, but actually keeps us living longer is uh, moving more and moving mm-hmm. and moving when you can do it like you do. And it's play instead of the like heart. exercise. Right. And then it really keeps you going. And it, there's mm-hmm. other things that come into, to the, mm-hmm. into play there, it, you know, your socialization and absolutely laughter and like all these things just factor in. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's one big experience for you holistically. Yeah. Right. Right. It's a very, very important part of my life because I have, I have several groups of friends of, of, and I think we women do this more. I know we do it more than the men do that. We have connections. We have groups of ladies we get together with for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And if you can get together to do something athletic or, or to, to play tennis or to take a walk, it's so much better than just always getting together to eat. Right. Yeah. That's yeah, true. And, and so it's it's good to have those kind of friends that uh, are interested in those kind of things too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, much better than sitting around and drinking wine and bitching about our husbands. Yeah, really? but you know, there is a place for that too, though. <laughs> it, it, is, it is an exercise. Right. <laughs> Sometimes an exercise in futility, but it right. is an exercise. Yeah, that is for sure. That is for sure. Well. <laughs> And I would say that even I, at this stage of uh, my life at, at almost 52, I f- am feeling like aches and pains and not mm-hmm. like tremendous aches and pains, but I, I have always had some sort of a, a back issue and mm-hmm. have gone to chiropractic care for it for many years. And now that I am really conscious of of my health and how I'm living, I can look back and see that there's a direct correlation between my back pain and my stress level at the time that I had mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, just knowing that alone, I can be like, Oh, is that what's causing it? Because mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I don't know that I know anybody else with back pain in my family, but, um, yeah. so just kind of thinking through my own pains, uh, this conversation is really important for me just from a position of, can I prevent it? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you may not be able to prevent it totally April, but you can put it off and you can make it, you can accept it and understand what's going on and, mm-hmm. and no ways to, to help it be better. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and I have found so much information on, and pains and and what what we what the science really is behind it that gives me a lot of hope for actually repairing and preventing what I do have. Mm-hmm. So, go. so uh, let me kind of dive in here a little bit with some of that information. So, I when I was looking at this and doing my training, I know that as we age, naturally our muscles can become tighter. And our tendons and our ligaments can become less flexible and mm-hmm. our bodies take, well, it, they do take longer to heal as we age. Mm-hmm. And then we do have a loss of muscle mass that can happen as well. So that's what supports our joints and tendons. 
um, to function properly too. So we've got kind of twofold there. Um, but all this is a, it can happen. It's not yeah. necessarily what does happen or it doesn't have to happen as fast as some people's bodies are, are allowing it to happen. So um, it's aches and pains are widespread in uh, and after midlife for sure. It's like after 50 people report having more and more aches and pains. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually it's about 70% of people between ages 80 or f- 50 and 80 report that they have some sort of pain. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. There's a lot. Um, the general rule is that sudden aches and pains or any kind of lingering or anything that's severe should immediately be checked out by a physician. So just know yeah. that. Um, but these other aches and pains that we're kind of talking about, these ones that are just kind of creepers, creeper pains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all are pretty much in this arthritis uh, family. And um, those are things like osteoarthritis, which that's the one that's most reported. That's like arthritis in your hands and your knees and your hips. That's mine. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> And women are two times more likely to have osteoarthritis than men are, mm-hmm. which is interesting. And yeah. of everyone who has reported osteoarthritis, that's about 62% who are women. Mm. It's crazy. For us. Uh, yeah, for yeah. us. <laughs> for us. <laughs> so there's, there's also rheumatoid arthritis, which is your hands, feet, and your ankles, um, there is uh, uh, chronic low back pain. Some people experience gout. Uh, there is PMR, which is the polymyalgia uh, rheumatica. And then there's fibromyalgia and tendinitis. Mm-hmm. And all of these are something that exp- they actually are pain in your mus in your musculoskeleton. So they're like really deep pains. It's not something that surface, but the fun fact for us aging women is that it affects one in four of us and the menopausal transition actually ratchets that up a bit. Mm -hmm. So bonus for us. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think you two are safe. I've got, I've got it for, I've got the one out of three here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but there's one thing that all of these things have in common is these are not genetic these are inflammatory diseases so Mm -hmm. they're brought about by inflammation in the body okay so just because your uh, parents had it is not a precursor to you having it it's Mm. from inflammation so um, something that's happening inside you. But I think that what's what's common is that we've normalized aches and pains so much in our society that it's just like, oh, you're just going to have aches and pains when you age. That's just part of it that we don't see that they're actually all preventable and even repairable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tell us how. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to. I'm going to. Okay. <laughs> um, so... It's, it's a total myth that we have to sit and tough it out. Okay. There are major things that we can do to lessen the inflammation in our bodies. Mm-hmm. And there's also other things that we can do, like, well, when it's extreme and it's too far gone, obviously you can have replacements, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't want to get there. We want to we wanna repair it before we even get there. Yes. So here are the things that we can do. The number one thing is keep hydrated. Mm-hmm. Hydration is the number one thing. And we fail in this country and in our society to actually drink water. We fail at it enormously. I do, I do miserably. I do. Yeah. And it's, it, what's interesting is that when the body is dehydrated, it takes the calcium from the bones to be hydrated. So you're double, you're, you're, you're not only hurting your body from an inflammatory standpoint, but you're also creating brittle bones. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's super important to stay hy- hydrated for many, many reasons, but 
this inflammation and fighting all these aches and pains is, is number one. Mm-hmm. And, and it is, is easier to drink water if you are active and you're thirsty then. You know, like when I'm playing tennis, I drink plenty of water. Yeah. But when I'm just sitting around at home on the computer or, or doing something, I don't think of drinking it as much. And it's so important. Yes. Yeah. And I could see, uh, because as April was talking, I thought, oh, you probably drink water all the time because you, uh, you're perspiring and you need you need it and you feel the need for it. So that's, mm-hmm. that's interesting then on those times that you're not active and doing the workouts, um, you find yourself not drinking as much. Right. And it's, it's easier to, it's easy to pick up uh, soft drinks and things like that, but you really need, need the water and the yes. water is best for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's absolutely, it's a necessity. It's one of the, you know, water is the key. Water, food, and shelter, right? To staying mm-hmm. alive. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, it, and it, I think it's, it's not only, it's not only you, it, from a standpoint of when I was working um, in an office and being at my computer all day long, I never drank water. I didn't drink anything. I just sat mm-hmm. there and worked away mm-hmm. and all of a sudden found that I was so dehydrated because I wasn't drinking any water during the day. And you wonder, why do I have that headache? You know, it's right. right. Your brain's dehydrated. Uh Yeah. There's no water anywhere. Yeah. Starving for it. And, and it is a huge issue. I think the misnomer is that you can just, you can just get your liquids and that'll hydrate you, but Mm -hmm. you you aren't getting hydrated from a soda and you aren't getting hydrated from a, you know, you know, something. Power, yes. Yeah. A power drink or yeah. anything like that. You've got to have actual water. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the thing that we kind of live by in the health world is you need about half your body weight in ounces of water a day. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. A lot of water. Yes. You know what I, I realize? Um, I know this. And when I start drinking water, I'll get on these binges like I'm going to drink more water. I feel so good and it tastes so good. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of slowly back off and wow. um, then I, I just forget about it. It doesn't enter my mind. But I when I am drinking it, I want more and more and more of it. Well, if you don't want aches and pains, drink your water. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know you yeah. bought me the little mug for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and whatever whatever works, right? If, it, if you're triggered to drink water because your wrist hurts and you're like, oh, I probably need water uh-huh. or, you know, I, but that's, that's almost waiting too long, right? Uh-huh. Because you're, that's a pain that's like telling you I'm starving for water. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I think however you can develop that habit of drinking water, Mm -hmm. it's really important. So kind of explore like what you can do to make that part of your day to day. Like Mm -hmm. I, I bought everybody in the family here, Travis, (laughs) Travis Tanner and I, we all have our own um, water bottles that have a straw because if you drink out of a straw, you're, you'll get the water 11 times faster well actually you'll drink 11 times more water because of the straw okay so we have these little bottles and we literally carry them everywhere we go we travel with them we have them everywhere Mm -hmm. so we're always it's right there with us and it just becomes a habit and it feels weird not to have it Mm -hmm. now and it and I definitely am like I'm getting plenty of water because I'm just adamant about it Mm -hmm. I know you are Number two on what to do about our aches and pains is proper nutrition. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is a little bit more than just eating, quote, healthy foods. This is eating things that are anti-inflammatory. So that means your omega-3s. Okay. That's, that's one thing that the body can't produce is omega-3. So we need to get that uh, from another source and we get that from fish oil or eating salmon or any cold water fish. Um, or we can actually 
uh, eat flaxseed meal. Flaxseed has omega-3s in it, okay. which is plant-based. So any way you can get your omega-3s, you need that because omega-3s are what is oiling your joints. So just think okay. of it as the Tin Man from mm-hmm. Wizard of Oz. Okay. <laughs> so you, you got to get that oil and you want to get healthy oils. So omega-3s and then healthy fats like olive oil or, you know, um, some people use sesame oil in their cooking or anything that is a healthy all of uh, avocado oil um all of those give yourself an oil change get away from the quote vegetable oil get away from the saturated fat oils um really concentrate on getting some good oil in your system mm-hmm. and then anti-inflammatory diet is also bigger than that you know it's eating eating foods that are um, high in um your antioxidants so that's your plants um spices like turmeric or turmeric however you say it Mm -hmm. um that is really a good anti-inflammatory uh there are a lot of superfoods out there all of those are anti-inflammatory okay so really take your time to get a rainbow of vegetables and fruits and the more diversity you have in that the the more different nutrients you'll be able to get um, into your system, and so um, that's really super important. Okay, well, you talked about the flaxseed. Yes. Um, how do you use that? What What do you put it on mainly? So for me, I when when we use flaxseed, um, I buy the flaxseed meal because you want to grind the flaxseed so that it's all broke apart. Um, okay. But the flaxseed meal, I'll put in my smoothies. Okay. And you need a couple of tablespoons uh, a day for a woman, one for a man. Um, but I'll I'll just put that in my smoothie. It's really easy. Otherwise, okay. if I'm not having a smoothie, if I'm having something like oatmeal, I'll put it in my oatmeal, mix it up. Okay. Um, or you can really sprinkle it on salads. You can bake it into things. So if you made like flaxseed muffins or you know like you could use it in all sorts of things okay does it have a does it have a distinctive flavor not really so it just just kind of blends into whatever you're you're cooking or fixing it in yeah it tastes kind of nutty to me Uh uh-huh that's a good Um, Uh yeah so you really could put it in anything Mm-hmm. You could you could put it in spaghetti sauce. You could put you know like you could huh. hide it in all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Where where do you find that? Is that with the flour or where where is the flaxseed? Yeah, it's usually in the baking section. Um, I buy Bob's Mill. So for the folks at Bob's Mill, if you'd like to sponsor this podcast, it's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me know. <laughs> um, but I buy Bob's Mill because I trust that brand um, and their practices, but. Their stuff is usually lumped together. Um, it'll either be by the baking stuff, the flour, or it'll be over by the oatmeal. Okay. All right. So either place. But yeah, I'll, flaxseed is a really great alternative to fish oil. I will go look for that because all the other things you mentioned, I eat and we, we have all the time, but I, we don't do flaxseed. So I will okay. add that to my diet. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, really. I mean, we, uh, we, you eat a lot of salmon too. I know Pam, but, um, Mm -hmm. you know, any kind of cold water fatty fish, any Mm -hmm. kind is really Mm -hmm. good for that. Um, so, and eating, you know, six ounces a week of salmon is, is, you know, preferably how you would get all of your omega threes for the week, Mm -hmm. but, but it never hurts to double down. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, Uh, you yep. told us about the good foods. Now, are there bad foods, foods that you should stay away from that uh, that that would work against you? Yeah, good Absolutely. question. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, highly processed foods. Yeah. So okay. Anything in a bag, a box, a uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, whatever in a container of some sort, anything with an ingredients label on it, um, you're gonna want to check those ingredients out a lot because even bread we you know we were looking this weekend at bread at a health food store and it was crappier than the bread that we bought at the Trader uh-huh. Joe's. yeah so you really have to look at the ingredients on everything okay. and you're looking for 
you do not want hydrogenated oils. You do not want high fructose corn syrup or um, any kind of modified cornstarch. You do mm -hmm. not want MSG. Um, you do not want any artificial colors or flavorings. Mm -hmm. um, all of those are really um, just precursors to chronic illness. So right. you don't want any of that in your food. And I would caution people on other chemicals too, because they more and more are finding that a lot right. of these generally regarded as safe chemicals that we're using in our food when we process is not good. Or not. Yes. Yeah. And with bread in particular, it's so highly processed. Um, anything that has been enriched, <laughs> you know, that it has been the actual grain has been torn down so much that they had to reinsert <laughs> nutrients and vitamins into the bread because mm. it was such crap. Uh -huh. So, so that's kind of a tell, you know, if you're getting something that's enriched flour in it, that's kind of like, whoa, wait a minute. That, yeah, that, that means they've torn it down and tried to build it back up, but not so well. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So you want to look for whole grain, whole, whole grain. foods. Yeah. Anything that is real um, mm -hmm. and, and as, as unprocessed as possible. Okay. So even when you're going for cheese, you know, if you're looking at cheese, you don't want to get the processed cheese. You want to get real cheddar, real cheese. you know, if you're, if you're eating dairy, um, that, that is going to be way better than a processed cheese for you. Yeah. Now is, is butter the same thing? You would, you're better to go with real butter than the margarine. Absol absolutely. Margarine is highly processed. Okay. Um, so real butter, like real, real butter. Mm -hmm. Um, and you, and you want the ingredients of like milk. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. like you, yeah. you don't want a bunch of other stuff in it. You just want uh -huh. the real thing. Right. Um, and, and if you aren't eating animal products, then you would want to look for a plant-based product that is like, we use plant-based butter um, because of my allergy. So mm -hmm. we, we look at what we're buying so that we aren't buying something with a bunch of junk in it. Mm -hmm. Right. Know where it comes from. Knows what's in. Know what's in it. All right. Now, what about your your meats? Your your chicken and uh, you want farm? You want farm raised or not farm raised? I, I get confused on. I know salmon. You don't want the farm raised. Right. You want the real? Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Salmon. You want fresh caught, um, if mm -hmm. possible, and um, you know, with all fish, fresh over over farm raised for right. sure. Uh, but. With meat, that I, we were fortunate when we lived in Kentucky that we had a lot of family farms around that mm -hmm. we knew the farmers, so I would get meat directly from them. Mm -hmm. um, so I always recommend going to knowing your farm, right? Uh -huh. Knowing your farmer, getting your meat from a farmer that you trust, how they raise their animals. Um, when it's when you're talking about a healthy diet we always want to use the leanest meats possible the majority of the time. So um, if you're not going completely plant-based, you want to look for lean meats and that's going to be your fish and your seafood, um, mm -hmm. your, po your poultry. Um, and, and those are going to be the, the healthiest meats for you. Mm -hmm. um, pork and beef and um, game meats like bison um, are going to tip over to, something you should have on a on a special occasion right um so but that it's hard for people to you know adjust but take it slow don't don't eschew all meat all at once and be like i'm never eating meat again um right. be be kind to yourself and and go slow and figure out what works for your body and um but with regards to an anti-inflammatory diet you're gonna want to eat um as lean meat as possible mm-hmm um, does it make and, sense that, oh, go ahead. Hon. No, go ahead. That a butcher shop, if you purchased your meat or you go to a butcher and purchase your meat, um, you might get something that's a little more healthy and they could tell you if it's grain fed or grass fed or um, could we expect to get better meat? Um, it depends. It depends on the butcher. So 
you know, you would think that you would go and they would be really knowledgeable. But mm-hmm. what I've found is that more often than not, especially in the grocery store, those butchers really don't know yeah. much about the meat quality. But if you go to a butcher shop, yes, um, they're going to probably know their sources a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell you this, when you're going for meat, you want to get meat that is as free of chemicals as pro- as possible, right? Uh-huh. So you don't want you don't want meat that has been, um, you know, served up a bunch of extra hormones or mm-hmm. antibiotics because that you're going to ingest that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you want to be sh- you want to be careful of where that meat is processed because a lot of packing plants will use an ammonia dip mm-hmm. at the end of of a cut before Ooh. they vacuum seal that. Okay. So a lot of meat has been dipped in ammonia before it's vacuum sealed and put up on the shelf. So Mm -hmm. you just have to know a lot about meat. Um, Mm -hmm. But easy, easy place to start is grain fed versus grass fed. So think of it as grain is junk food. So it's really a lot of sugar. Um, It does make your meat really sweet. Um, and they, they, the grain fed cow gets really fat, really fast. Okay. So it's, they, ha- they do that in, in factory farms, little grain feed. Um, but a grass fed cow is, is leaner. They have a natural diet. Um, the meat is not as sweet. Um, so, but it is, it is better for you because you're not getting the junk from the junk food fed cow. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so you gotta be, um, you gotta be looking at that and, oh, there's so much when it comes to meat, but, mm-hmm. um, it just, I would just know your farmer, mm-hmm. try to get to know where your meat comes from, um, ask the right questions to your butcher shop, um, look for something that is, um, at least grain fed, it, if it's grain fed, at least make sure that it's been grass fed and then grain fed right before it was slaughtered. Okay. You know, if you, if you want that sweet taste, that's what I would look for is grass fed, then grain fed on the, on the end of life. Okay. It really does help to know where your meat is coming from, especially because that's such a dicey, um, food product Mm -hmm. because you Mm -hmm. just don't know what's happening with it. Mm Okay. And, you know, you really don't know when you go out to eat somewhere, what what they're, what they're using. So, you know, you're, you're so much better off to really stay home and be in charge of it yourself. Well, that is true. That's true. Oh my goodness. Yes. We, we have, we have lost so much weight and, (laughs) and are so much healthier because we're not eating out Mm -hmm. um, as much as we did. And it's, it's just, uh, yeah, that's a whole nother episode, ladies. (laughs) Be continued. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the the key in nutrition around aches and pains is an anti-inflammatory diet. So looking at eating those foods that give you the vitamins and minerals that you need to help your immune system um, and and help your system in general function properly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So real food, people, real food. Yeah. Hey. So, <laughs> um, the third thing that you can, that we can all do is stay active. So, uh, I love this motion is the lotion. <laughs> um, it, it definitely does go a long way with helping you with your aches and pains. And a couple things here as we age are, we need to, we need to think about shock absorbency with regards to our, our shoes and safety around what we're doing. So whatever the activity is that you're doing, make sure that you have the proper equipment. Mm-hmm. Shoes are, shoes are equipment. Yes. Making sure you have the proper equipment uh, for what you're doing. Very, and, very important. Uh, yes. Yeah. Very important. And, and if you're an athlete like Pam, you're probably changing your shoes every three to six months. Yes, you have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause you need, you're going to wear them out and mm-hmm. they wear out quick. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, if you don't have the proper support, then you end up with pains in your feet mm-hmm. and you, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's in you and other places it starts in your feet, but it goes up to the rest of your body. So mm-hmm. shoes are probably, I think your most important piece of clothing or that you wear. Mm-hmm. Good. Cause yeah, it, absolutely. Cause if your feet Probably. hurt, if your feet hurt, you don't, you're not a happy person. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're not going to be happy. And, yeah. and that's, 
not just your arches, which need to be properly supported, but your heels mm-hmm. need proper support because you mm-hmm. come down on those so much when you're doing mm-hmm. activities. Um, right. So you want to find a really good shoe. Yeah, and quality is important. Yeah, it really is. And whether you're active or, or not, the, the, as you grow, as you grow older, you, if you're taking on something new, you want to go slow. You don't want to just jump into it. You want to take it slow, do slow reps, work yourself up to a place where you, where you want to be, but start, start slow and Mm -hmm. be cognizant of what, how your body's responding and, and keep moving. If it, you know, if you got a little ache and pain and it's, and just, you know, ask your trainer or your physician about it, but keep moving. You don't ever want to stop moving. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that's a myth that we have to like, stop. If it's painful, stop. Um, that sometimes we're working through some stuff and our body is like, Oh yeah, that's what movement is. I haven't done that in 20 years. Mm. Um, and allow yourself time to recover. So if you are doing some strenuous exercise, give yourself recovery time because your body needs to heal. Your muscles need to recover. Mm -hmm. And then just like we talked about last week um, or last episode, strengthening our muscles. We need to strengthen those muscles so that not only our metabolism can continue to work where it needs to be, but that it will support our joints and our ligaments and and our, um, our, uh, our bodies to do the work that we need to do. Okay. A couple ideas on moving that would be really great uh, as we age to help us with the aches and pains um, and as a starter exercise or as a therapy exercise that you can do amongst other, you know, active activities that you're doing. Um, One is pool therapy, and that would be your uh, pool aerobics, your Mm -hmm. water aerobics. Mm -hmm. Really good idea. Um, that helps the body, um, actually strengthen and heal as well. So if you currently have aches and pains, that's a really, um, good idea to start some water aerobics dancing. Mm -hmm. They recommend dancing. So that helps you kind of lube up, get, get movement all over the body and make sure you're always doing a warm up. And stretches because you can't just pop into an activity that's hardcore if you haven't been doing that and really shouldn't anyway, but you should always stretch and warm up, but that's really important. And those strengthening exercises like isometrics Mm -hmm. that um, use the tension of the muscles, there's a really good exercise to kind of help you strengthen so you can have less aches and pains. Okay. Mm -hmm. Last two things that we can do. One is staying lean. And I don't mean being skinny. I mean, having the right body fat for your frame or body type. So Mm -hmm. we, we talked about that in the last episode, but that lean idea is, is not about an ideal shape or, or size. It's about having the right amount of body fat for your body. So should you go by by BMI? Is that the the, the um, body mass index to, to yeah that yeah the body mass index will tell you how much um body fat you have and it should be there's a range for that a healthy range for your for your height um but with regards to your body type um it helps to know what that is so you know you know if you should be a pear or if you should be a banana um uh-huh. but you also want to Use the measurement of your waist size as your guide for all things health and wellness. So your, for a woman, your natural waist where you bend should measure 35 inches or less. Okay. That is, that is a healthy waist size for a woman of any oh. shape. Okay. Cause you know how we women are. We, we always think we should weigh five pounds less than what we weigh, even if right. we're weighing- if, even if we're at a lean weight, we think mm-hmm. we have five pounds we need to get rid of. So that that's sure. that's deceiving. Mm-hmm. It, it is it deceiving is. because your muscle mass weighs more than fat. Uh-huh. Okay. So if you're if you have a lot of muscle mass, which as an athlete you would have a lot more muscle mass than someone mm-hmm. else, your weight at your size is going to be different than someone else who doesn't work out and. So it's not about the weight that I think that's where we're trying to get people to move from. It's not about how much you weigh on the scale at all. 
mm-hmm. because you're different. Your body shape is different. Your height is different. Your muscle mass is different. So weight is such a, um, it's a distraction because yeah. where you really should focus is on your body mass index and mm-hmm. more importantly than body mass index even is your waist size. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Okay. So mm-hmm. that should be your indicator. If you get to 35 inches or more, then you're, then that's where you're like, Oh, now wait a minute. That's, that's more than a healthy size. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so that's really important to know. And your, and your physician can also help you understand the right body fat for your body shape and your activity level. Okay. Okay. Very good. You just, you just have to ask. Um, mm-hmm. Because they won't do it on their own. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there's so much obesity now that uh, when they see somebody, when somebody comes into the doctor's office who's this kind of fit, they think you're wonderful. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Because mm-hmm. the majority yeah. of people they see are so overweight. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, yes. The majority of this country and the world is very obese, which is, mm-hmm. it's, it's a chronic illness and it's going to, cause early death so it really really mm-hmm. i'm hoping we can change a lot of people's perspective and mm-hmm. and get some some healthier healthier vibes out there yes yes uh last thing to do mm-hmm. there's always there's always pain management so whether that is pain management through something as simple as meditation mm-hmm. or over-the-counter uh, medication. So like your ibuprofen, your Tylenols, things like that, um, or prescriptions, but with any type of pain management, you definitely want to discuss with your physician, what is best for you. Um, instead of playing doctor and saying, well, I need this or I need that. So, um, there's also alternative, uh, medications too, that have been shown to have some really great results with pain management. Um, CBD, is one and its counterpart THC is another. So those are, um, and in some states, THC is legal. So it's mm-hmm. a really good option for pain management if you should need it. Okay. And then of course, there's also buy myself a new knee, buy myself a new shoulder. <laughs> or, or, or drink a lot of wine. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. 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 Only, only that first glass is healthy. So the rest oh. of it is healthy. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> That's the one that you're using to wash the pills down with, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. yes, that's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah. Gosh, this... listener, listener, no, we joke. <laughs> yeah. Not right. Edit that out. <laughs> the second glass is for social fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the socialization. Yeah. So what do you think? Well, I, I think we covered the gamut. Yeah, I think so too. Again, I'm going, I need to get busy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it is figure out where your pain and ache is coming from Mm -hmm. and, and figure out if, if that is something that is, uh, that needs medical attention. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, then go from there with, but in the meantime, you can do all those things Mm -hmm. that we just talked about. Um, and that's going to, that's going to help you repair what has already happened. It's going to help you prevent what is to come mm-hmm. and, um, mm-hmm. have you redefining how you have this aging situation. Right. And it, you know, if you do have a pain, certain part of your body, it doesn't mean your whole body has to shut down. You can right. still keep exercising and using the other parts of your body right. instead of just sitting around and unless you, unless you're really in a lot of pain and, and you need some major help, but yeah, you, know, you, you can keep going. And a lot of times you can work through the pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 When I was very actively involved in water aerobics. Um, I remember a time when I was having some back, lower back ache. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember thinking, oh, what have I done? And it's usually when I picked up a piece of furniture and carried it someplace. Mm-hmm. And uh Anyway, um, I remember thinking, I've got to do something about this. And um, so, and I had not been doing the water aerobics for a, a couple of weeks. So I went back to doing water aerobics and instantly after two sessions, that was all gone again. 
Mm-hmm. And it, I told myself, you know, I cannot afford not to be doing that because it really helps my body. It really makes a difference. Absolutely. Absolutely. Motion is the lotion, people. That's motion okay. is the lotion. T-shirts, that's, right? Yeah, T-shirts. <laughs> that, that's the key takeaway, right? That's I mean, I, I think it's good to understand that, you know, we we do have this tendency as we age for things to become tighter, become less flexible. Um, it takes us longer to heal. Uh, you know, those things, those things are, is a natural process, but if you jump on it, if you are preemptive to it, then, then that doesn't have to affect your life. Mm-hmm. So ladies, any last comments? No, I'm glad to know about the waist size, though. I never, never heard that before. So I that... hadn't either. That'll be helpful. I yeah. think I'm going to run over and get my measuring tape right now and check it yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> then go eat lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. do it be- <laughs> before lunch, not after. Right. Yeah. Well, and and don't be disappointed by the waist size. Just know that that's a that's a place to work from. Okay, so. I like that. Right. So it's like a like it has to be less than a yardstick around our waist, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. Less than a yardstick. There you go. But yeah. that's not that's not going to be fun. Get a measuring tape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could be a little difficult to get that yardstick yes. sent around there. <laughs> but we'll try. All right. <laughs> well, I'll I'll leave you with this. Drink your water. It's okay. not just your oval okay. teen. Drink your water. Okay, I'll do that. Today. We'll go right to the faucet. That's right. Yeah. In, the, in the measuring yeah. tape. Yes, with the move, measuring tape. Yeah, move move yourself over there. Forget about the Ovaltine. Drink more water. Okay, Got it. gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much, Pam, for being on with us today. Yeah, and great. Good. Good. So much fun. Two moms. Yep. For the price great. of one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we will do it again sometime. Yeah, we will. All right. Well, thanks everybody for joining us and we will be back with All you right. soon. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Things Mom Never Said, Secrets to Aging Well. We'll be back again in two weeks. So set your alarms. Put us in your calendar, subscribe, follow, get ready because we will have another exciting episode just for you.